0: Hello and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou.
1: Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode. I hope you're having a wonderful day. And because I value life, family, and friends more than all the money in the world, I believe in doing less, living more, and breathing easier. May you live the life doing what you want and being with who you love. To achieve this, we got to boost our productivity and avoid burnout. And that's why I have my guest today, Lisa Zorotny, who is the founder of Positively Productive Systems and the host of the Positively Living podcast. She is now a productivity coach helping entrepreneurs who struggle to balance business and life. We're going to talk a little bit about her story of juggling multiple roles to how knowing the difference between time management, versus energy management can help you in your life. Enjoy this conversation. Welcome to the show, Lisa. Thank you, Lucy. I am delighted to be here. Awesome. So what is your definition of being positively
0: productive? I am so glad you asked that because we hear the word positivity so much. And I even did a podcast episode on toxic positivity where we can take it too far. So I'll tell you right now, that's not what it is. It's not about only being positive and all good vibes all the time. It's about a positivity and a light that comes from within you that brings resilience and that searches for how we can do something to remind us that we we need to let go of the how sometimes when we're searching and trying to achieve something. And productivity is something I'm trying to redefine, not about doing more, but about doing less and living more. So when you put those together, it's about being open to the possibilities to create a life that really lights you up and lets you make a difference in the world.
1: I love that. Let's go a little bit deeper. Mm -hmm. What is the deeper purpose of productivities, especially for aspiring and growing entrepreneurs?
0: Well, I think it's a combination of things. For starters, you want to make sure that you're not getting caught in the busy Kind of that area where you are, you're headed toward burnout, right? I call it the busy badge of honor when we think that, you know, it's so important to be constantly doing, doing, doing that activities and taking action is important in business, but constantly being active is not necessarily translating to being productive, it definitely leads you toward burnout and it confuses the issue. So that's, I think, one part of it. The other part in terms of productivity is that it's important to figure out ways that you can leverage your knowledge about who you are, uh, your knowledge about how you work best and get things done quicker. I mean, I, I adore efficiency. So I think it's it's a combination of all of that so that the precious time we have, we can create the business that we want to create, make it you know effective, and that's income producing, if that's what you're looking for, I'm assuming so, and to have it make an impact and still leave you that time and that space in your life to be living, to be with your family, to be on an adventure, to be doing whatever it is that matters to you.
1: I think when we're working on our calendars, you mentioned this earlier, but I think a question that comes up a lot is probably, am I doing the right things, right? Am I doing the income-producing
0: activities? Why do you think that is? Why do you think that we're asking that question, or why do you think that that seems to be a challenge? Both. Okay, that's great. And it's a great question because for starters, there's a lack of clarity that we have. And that's why I think, you know, I'm I'm biased, of course, but I think coaching is so important because that enables us to have a proper sounding board so we can be very clear. I think sometimes we are missing specific goals. We don't necessarily know where it is that we're going. And another big one that I work with a lot as a productivity coach is getting so much information and advice coming from the outside that we're being pummeled with all these ideas and we get kind of confused, right? (laughs) Or confuzzled, as they say. And really we become unsure. We start to second guess ourselves. So that's part of it. I, I feel like there's more I need to answer, but remind me. So that I think is the reason why we feel unsure or some of the reasons. How do you come around that besides working with a coach? Well, I think stepping back and giving yourself time to reflect is incredibly important. Remembering your why or (laughs) maybe realizing that you haven't tapped into it as fully as you could, why you're doing what you're doing and what it is that you need to achieve. I think there's plenty of reflection that we can do well before working with a coach to figure out what matters to us. And I think that ties into what I said about how so often we look outside ourselves for the big, important decisions. We're outsourcing them. And I would say, I don't know if in source, I'm going to make that up now, but I mean, really looking inside, getting clear on your values, reflecting on what really felt good in your life, what lights you up, where, where you felt that alignment. We talk about alignment so much, I think, in, in the coaching world. But there's a reason for that. Because when you feel like you're aligned with what matters to you, it feels right. It almost feels easy. It, it flows. And when you are in a flow state, your productivity is off the charts. I cannot agree with you more. And alignment is
1: absolutely important. And that leads to my next question. Mm-hmm. Alignment brings us energy, right? When we're in alignment with our why, with our purpose, we have more energy. So I believe there's a difference between energy management and time management.
0: What's your take on that? Yeah, I agree. There's a big difference. As a matter of fact, that's easy for me to say. When people come to me and talk about time management I like to say, let's step back and actually consider the fact that we're not managing time, but we're managing ourselves. So the things that we need to manage are our energy and our priorities, right? And so when we do that, we maximize our time. And for me, energy is The big one. And I love saying energy management versus time management. And you can think of examples right now where you may have been absolutely exhausted and you didn't think you could possibly get something done. And then you stopped, you took a break, you did something super fun that you just absolutely love, or someone gave you some feedback that just absolutely lit you up and got you all excited, or you did something like, for me, having a conversation with you today, you know, like, I'm going to be so productive after this conversation because I'm going to be absolutely energized. So after you've done something like that, that really just gets you going, you know, or gets the ideas flowing, think about tackling any kind of project after that, and how much better and faster you are at it. And that's energy management. I
1: am nodding my head over here and smiling because I know after our conversation, poof, my day is going to be even more amazing.
0: So true. I can't, I can't wait. I already have a list ready to go of things I want to be doing. And, and I can feel myself just lifted up. And, and, and conversely, if you think about things that really drain you or maybe time that you've spent with people that have drained you, and then you try to tackle any kind of task, think about you know how difficult that is. Suddenly, even something that you're quite competent at feels like you're slogging through it. Again, that's an example of energy management in the other direction.
1: So was there a time in life where you did not manage
0: your energy correctly that led you to start your business? Yeah, very much so. I was a caregiver for my mom who had Alzheimer's and I was also pregnant uh, with my son and then my daughter and I was caring for all of them and I, I had this expectation and I think we do this so much and I think we do it especially as women and nurturers where I felt like I needed to give everything I had to them. And that's something I advocate now is that, yes, be giving, be nurturing, uh, but don't do it to your detriment. And I did. And yeah, my my energy was absolutely drained and I was still trying to give. And I feel blessed that I was able to come out of that to learn some huge life lessons and then be able to share them with others now. What's your top lesson learned through that experience? Self-care is not optional. (laughs) I just, can I drop my mic now? I mean, it's, yeah, say that again. Yes. Self-care is not optional. I thought it was. And I think we mean well, when we do that, we want to be, you know, self-sacrificing. It sounds like a beautiful thing. I promise you, it only gets you burnt out. And then where does that leave everyone else? Giving all of yourself without taking care of yourself. Doesn't make you a better caregiver in any sense of the word, a better you know helper, whatever it is that you want to be, whoever you want to give to, whatever you want to do. Uh, you know, ignoring your own needs doesn't make you better at it.
1: Absolutely, it's essential. It's a non-negotiable. Exactly. Self-love is, I mean, my priority. Self-care is my value. It's it's your definition of saying how much you love others because you love
0: yourself. Absolutely. And when you love yourself, you you also show up differently for others. So if it matters to you to be a caregiver, to be a nurturer, you'll be better at it actually when you learn how to love yourself and you make yourself a priority. But of course, as entrepreneurs,
1: there are still those days when we know, we just know our energies a little bit on the low battery side, right? What do you do now to reset
0: yourself? One of my favorite things to do, and it sounds cliche, but it works for me is nap. I absolutely, I will take 10 minutes. And remember too, that- when we say napping sometimes people think oh i'm going to have to you know fall asleep and i i don't know if i could get up and i you know it, it, they make it complicated and all of this can be so very simple sometimes lying prone and closing your eyes and deep breathing not even meditating not even falling asleep for 10 minutes can make a huge difference in calming the body, getting us out of the stress response. And I use that, but I actually, I set a timer. I usually go for about 20 to 25 minutes if I need a quick burst. If I'm so drained that I realize I I can see that I'm not functioning properly, which will then put me in a position to make more mistakes, which is opposite of the productivity that I want anyhow. And I can take the time. I will go for a much longer nap, like 90 minutes. And that's if I'm sleep deprived, but yeah, that's one of the first go-tos because I know myself and I know that rest for me and, and feeling rested and refreshed is critical to showing up properly.
1: Absolutely. I'm a total napper. That's the whole point of being in a business yeah. where you get to design your life, right? When I need a nap, I just airplane mode and set mm-hmm. an alarm. I am going yeah. to sleep and I believe I'm going to fall asleep. I do not even doubt that I'm not <laughs> going to be able to fall asleep or I'm going to be thinking about you know, what I'm going to doing later. Right. If I don't want to fall asleep, if I want to take a short 10 to 20-minute rest, I just put on motivational beach. I have an eye mask. I send my clients eye masks because they are so essential to take that break. It's mm-hmm. amazing what it does for you. So thank you for sharing that. And what's a favorite
0: quote that you go by? Oh my gosh, my absolute favorite. I think it's so incredibly important. Let me see if I, uh, if I can get this right. You are allowed to be both a masterpiece and a work in progress simultaneously. That's Sophia Bush. Yes,
1: Yes. Yes. I love it. And you know what? You are a masterpiece. As are you. (laughs) Thank you for being with us today, Lisa. Where can our listeners check out your work?
0: You can come over to positivelyproductive.com to find all the different places. And if you like to play on Instagram, I'd be delighted to see you at positively underscore Lisa. And of course, my positively living podcast. Thank you. Thank you.
1: To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of the Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessed things are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com.